Get the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music guide you through the opaque world of venture capital and reveal all the ways you can source capital for your company's growth. It all starts right here with Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music on VC Confidential. Welcome to VC Confidential. I'm Ann Kennedy, and I'm here with my co-host and partner at Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music. Together, we are managing directors of the Sibylla Masters Fund, and you can learn more about that at masters.vc. This show is for investors and entrepreneurs alike. We are going to rip that opaque lid off conventional venture capital and show you how it works, folks. And there you have it. Hi, Jillian. Hey, Anne. I think we're going to rip the lid off the uh, entire field of venture capital because it is expanding. And I'm just delighted every time we find new ways to fund those early stage companies. So That's right. Yeah. Yeah. What's on yeah. your mind? What should well, we talk about? <laughs> what shall we talk about this week, Jillian? <laughs> okay. So we do have a good subject, actually. You know, you mentioned sure recently do. this new report from Women in VC authored by Jessica Peltz and Su Chen Dong. Um, it's titled The Untapped Potential of Women-Led Funds. Let's dig into this report for our listeners. Let's share what these folks had to say. Oh, yes. Suchin Dong and Jessica Peltz together launched the global directory Women in VC, uh, parentheses, and we're in it, of course. Yay! Um, yay! <laughs> but it now numbers 2,700 women investors representing 1,700 venture funds across more than 160 cities and 50 countries. Now, let those numbers sink in for a moment, because very recently, women VCs were somewhat rare, almost as rare as those unicorns, conventional venture capital chases. Oops, sorry, I couldn't resist that. <laughs> okay. <dig. laughs> hey, we'll grant you one. Keep going. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, some years back on our previous podcast, CEO Coach, we looked into the question, will more women VCs mean more funding for women founders? With help from an article in the Harvard Business Review. Mm -hmm. At that time, the answer was inconclusive. Mm -hmm. um, now that there are more women running VC funds, perhaps we can now see a better informed observation. We'll look at that later in the show, but what I'd like to do first is tell our listeners a bit about our colleagues, Jessica Peltz and Su Chen Dong. Jessica is a founding partner at Hannah Gray. That's an early stage venture capital firm investing in, according to their website, the intersection of human behavior and technology. And that's all they say. <laughs> so mm -hmm. Obviously, they've got some really good stuff going on that is very much under wraps. Uh, Su Chen Dong was most recently a partner at Female Founders Fund and is starting something new, she says, also under wraps for the moment. So mm -hmm. together, they formed the global, global directory I was just describing, Women in VC. And the report from sponsored by that group is startling, infuriating, and hopeful all at the same time, if that's really possible. 
Indeed it is. You and I have been reporting, you know, and for some time, these general numbers around women leaders of early stage companies and venture capital, you know, for some time. To wit, at the Series A, women get 2% of conventional venture capital invested money. While they achieve the same level of success as their male colleagues in raising future rounds, the women raise 44% of the capital that the men raise. Women-led companies exit at the same success rate as their male colleagues in conventional venture capital, but they do so one to two years earlier. And when they exit, these women-led companies return an average of 35% higher ROI to investors than their male counterparts. And yet, and yet, the money does not follow the money. Now, the first time I said those words was in 2016, just after first round capital, that massive fund, right, had closed their 2015 fund, so 2005 to 2015. They published a report on that previous fund in which they reported that their women-led portfolio companies had returned 67% higher ROI to the fund than the male-led counterpart companies. Now, I was sure in 2016, then in 2017, 20% of VC capital would be invested in women. In the first quarter of 2019, VC funding hit a decade peak of 950 million bucks across 207 deals. And 2019 ended with a total of 3.35 billion invested over 709 deals. So, so far this year in 2020, venture capitalists or conventional venture capitalists rights have injected merely 1.9 billion into female founded companies. That's less than $2 billion. Now, remember, I just said it was 3.35 in 2019. And in the United Kingdom, Crunchbase reports that things are even much worse for women. Only 0.25%, a quarter of 1%, folks, of venture capital has been invested in women-led companies this year. So PitchBook reports that the total deal value for US-based venture capital firms was 112 billion as of October 12th of 2020 women had the advantage of only 2.8 billion of that capital to build their companies. Exhausting indeed. With the overall numbers being so bleak, let's take a look at what happens when women fund women. Remember mm -hmm. the question I asked a few moments ago? Well, right up front at the top of their summary, the authors, Jessica Peltz and Su Chen Dong, quote a recent all raise report that said female funders are two times, 2x more likely to invest in startups with one female founder and more than three times, that's 3x more likely to invest in a female CEO. Jillian, need we, we remind our listeners just why <laughs> this is good business? <laughs> oh, that's my song, you know. Let me put my previous numbers into perspective for investors listening here, right? If 2% of venture, conventional venture capital, then no, it means, you know, nobody is die, vying for these highest quality deals, right? If 2% goes to the women, nobody's going to beat you out or raise the valuation, right? Okay, it's demonstrated by the fact that women-led companies get their Series A investment in an average of 16% of the valuations enjoyed by male counterparts, All right? So 2%, nobody buys for the deal, 16% of valuations. You just told me I can get an 84% discount 
on my you know initial invested capital. That's amazing, right? 44% of the capital raised by men. Think about that. That's 66% less dilution along the way, you know, for our investments here, folks. This is amazing stuff. Women exit one to two years earlier, right? That was part of my list. That means our capital is locked up for less time. Consider the cost of capital. Releasing invested capital earlier enables you to redeploy that capital sooner and therefore more frequently into new deals. You don't want to type your capital for longer to get the same kind of exit, right? And over the course of more than a quarter of a century of venture fund data, women return an average of 35% higher ROI to their investors. I keep saying the same thing again and again and again as an investor. Where do I sign? And with that, we need we need to take a break (laughs) just because those numbers are so, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, astonishing, (laughs) exhausting. They are. They are. (laughs) We'll be right back with some insights into the world of venture capital on VC Confidential. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. I am Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music talking about what you as an investor, advisor, or entrepreneur need to know about venture capital. Uh, Before the break, we opened the conversation about a newly released report based on data from the Global Network Directory, Women in VC, founded by the report's authors, Jessica Peltz and Su-Chen Dong. And just before we went to break, Jillian, you were really on a roll about why why it's good to invest in women-led founders. So Mm -hmm. let's talk that there's more, you know. 
Mm-hmm. As, but wait, as, there's more. But wait, there's more. Let's talk about right. women-led. Yes, we're going to send you two lawnmowers. Funders, <laughs> yeah. Okay. As yeah. the authors report, VC firms that increased the number of female partners by just 10% experienced a five, a 1.5% increase in fund returns each year, plus 9.7% more profitable exits. It is, and has been, for a while now, abundantly clear that in the larger scheme of things, women-led funds have a significantly amplified impact on female founders, increasing the number of women investors will shift which founders get funded at scale, which products and services get to market, and who will be served by the technologies that come to market. I would totally agree. These, again, are not rounding figures. You put just 10% more female partners in in place, and you get a 1.5% increase in fund returns annually. That compounds, folks. And 9.7% more profitable exits kind of across the board, that's extraordinary. Okay. Right? These, these are significant numbers. Yeah, and they make a case for investing in women-founded funds. So okay. uh, there are, this was something I did not know, there are uh, 275 venture capital firms in um, the VC, Women in VC Global Network. Um, and in the within those 275 venture capital firms, there are 320 founding women partners, like mm-hmm. you and like you and you and I. Right, right, right. right. That sounds pretty yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. And here's why. You know, don't get your you're all excited yet. Um, okay. <laughs> for now. Of all the VC firms in the known universe. Founding female partners are only 2.4%, and only 5.6% of all funds are women-led. Worse- Wait a minute, 5.6% of all funds that are women-led. I think only five years ago, you could have said it was 1% or less. Okay. So at least progress. we're making progress. We're making <laughs> progress, <laughs> but it's still, you know, oh, it's, early it's, days. <laughs> it's as much a drop in the bucket as the funding that's mm-hmm. going to women. And guess what? Yes. There's, there's a connection there. Yeah. So there's there's worse. There's worse news, though. Uh, we, we said that 5.6% uh, of all funds are women-led. Um, founding female partners are only 2.4% of all VC funds. Well, if you start talking about women of color, it is much worse. Less than 1% actually eight-tenths of 1% are women of color. And Latina GPs of venture firms are even fewer. And here's the problem. Diversity means greater access to underrepresented markets with products and services that solve their Mm -hmm. problems. This means economic growth and with it prosperity for, you know, economies, for countries, for communities. What we're really saying is there's a gaping hole. It's not really, if you will, all bad news, right? This one's a bit intuitive, Anne, right? Varying backgrounds bring varying experiences and expertise to the table. That's kind of, you know, if you hit a rock, a a problem from only one angle, takes a very long time to break it apart and resolve it. So all male teams of all one background from one school and so on and so forth, all the same age, right? 
again, single experience, single stuff. If you come to the issue from many angles with varying degrees of strength and tools and this and that, right, you're going to achieve the goal more quickly. Now, we often say that diversity, you know, kind of across the board increases the chances of success of a business because they can resolve problems more quickly and capture new markets capital efficiently. And that's because somebody knows how to talk to them, right? Okay. It, it, that one's intuitive. <laughs> so and know, that's I'll let really, that one slide. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so returning to the subject of women fund managers, uh, the report that we are looking at today, um, so most of the women fund leaders are emerging managers. Yes. Dum, dum, dum. Yeah, no surprise, <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Well, again, it, we went from like less than 1% to about five, what did you say, 5.2 or 5.6%, yeah, right. right. So, right, so moving okay. along, but super early days. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, they'd be emerging. So while it's not intuitive, it uh, seems uh, emerging fund managers deliver outsized returns. And that's according mm -hmm. to a report from Operator, which uh, Peltz and Don quote. What is well known is that emerging fund managers face a long slog to get LPs into their funds, or at least they have up till now. Yeah, but, you know, things like uh, the, the pandemic, of course, also don't favor that, right? If you already have your systems in place and your contacts have been made over a decade or more, it, you know, as an established fund manager, now you're just calling up the people you already know who are not meeting new people and they're going to send their money back to the places they know. This is comfort stuff, right? Replication of what we've done before. If you're emerging, getting to know those LPs, LPs getting to know an emerging manager, of course, you know, these things are amplified um, and so on. It doesn't necessarily mean that an emerging fund is not a good investment. It just means you don't know about it yet. <laughs> you know, and that is a key point that mm -hmm. leaps out in the plan of action um, in this mm -hmm. report. We're going to get to that in the right. segment. So, you know, I'm just going to ask right. again, it's another good time. Why does the money <laughs> not follow the data? Because yeah. they well, don't know about it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think we've kind of beaten that drum sufficiently today, but I will say that there's a silver lining here. With the numbers this good around investments in female founders in particular and diverse founders in general, and the competition being so low, you know, we could say that, you know, there's a gaping opportunity rather than a gaping hole. This is a gaping opportunity for investors who are interested in early stage PE investments to take advantage of the situation. Right? I keep saying the same thing. May we be the last generation that has such advantages. This window of opportunity has not closed on the extraordinary advantages available to investors in women-led companies. And by the way, my dear listeners, the advantage is not only seen in the private market. Women leaders of publicly traded companies return an average of 37% higher ROI to their investors. So go scrub your public portfolios as well, folks. <laughs> You know, we have to take a break in just a couple of minutes here, but um, I think the that while you say that the, while the numbers are bleak, they represent an extraordinary opportunity and the window yes. has not closed for the investors. I think that bears repeating. Yes, but um, here's, I, I would agree. I'm here's, sorry. here's another thing to throw into that pot. With the amount of capital under management in VC firms in the trillions of dollars, as little as a half 
a percent, 0.5 percent commitment to women-led VC funds would put more than five billion in the hands of these uh, proven now high performers. Yes, that's true. Um, so kind of the, you know, the, the big takeaway, I think, is look at those emerging funds. Don't just do rote investments in what already exists. Um, take a look at where the largest opportunities are. You know, in the public markets, when I listen to financial managers and so on, and I'm going to remind everybody we are not financial managers here, and we're not, you know, giving advice and so on, but this is what I hear from those kinds of folks. They say that the biggest opportunities are in the emerging markets. You know, greater risk, greater reward, this and that, but over the course of the whole game, if you will, in the public markets, an emerging market is actually not not a greater risk. The greater risk is being at the top of the market when you get your money in with kind of no place to go but down as others come up. <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to listen to these folks and to see how that plays out in our world of private equity. Yep. And with that, we do need to take another break for our sponsors. You are listening to VC Confidential, and we will be right back. More ways you can source capital for your company's growth on VC Confidential is coming up. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ann Kennedy and Jillian Music are back with the inside scoop on what VCs are thinking and where they are investing today and tomorrow on VC Confidential, only on WMR.FM. Welcome back to VC Confidential. We are so glad you joined us. Today, we've been talking about a new report from Women in VC called The Untapped Potential of Women-Led Funds. And we recommend it to you. We will put the link in our LinkedIn page for you. Um, it's it's a really, really uh, arresting report. <laughs> That's the word I want for it now. <laughs> you know, it's infuriating, but it is hopeful and it is compelling. Um, so we were talking about even a small um, amount of the uh, capital under management across the mm -hmm. VC universe, uh, even half a percent would put five more than $5 billion in the hands of women-led VC firms. And that bodes well for economic growth. Even by conservative estimates, these 275 women-led VC firms are poised to invest in more than 7 
thousand companies. And this has the potential to create 80,000 jobs. Best of all, the authors conclude we can change who gets funded, what gets made, and how products and services are able to serve a wider population of people. That sure sounds like economic growth to us, prosperity <laughs> too. <laughs> so, so we urge you to take a look at the report from women in, in, in VC, um, and especially at the specific plan of action that Jessica Peltz and Suchen Dog list there. And as you consider where to deploy your capital in 2021, and, uh, you know, I'm going to repeat here, we are not financial advisors, and you should always review your plans with your professional advisors. I'm going to step out on a limb here, and I'm going to just say invest in women. <laughs> just do it, <laughs> right? Invest in diverse founders across all sectors, race, ethnicity, religion, origin, age, and more. It's not just a socially correct conversation. It's an investment that's likely to return a higher ROI right? It's a data-driven investment decision, right? Even in the conventional venture capital funding process. You know, couple that with innovative, nuanced, and customized funding models to improve the chances of survivability and thrivability of the portfolio companies, and your private company investment portfolio is likely to be a lot better diversified, stronger, and more profitable. So, you know, what I'm saying, I guess, is, uh, you know, take heed, Report to us over time. Anne and I are making these kinds of investments at the master's fund, right? And you and I have been at it for some time on our private portfolios, but now we're kind of eager to hear from our colleagues, the individual investments and the fund managers alike. What are your experiences in investing in women in particular and in all diverse founding teams over time? right? Will these early numbers really play out over the coming decade? Are we all going to do better than the traditional venture capital investment houses as our numbers, as both investors and fund managers increase worldwide? Only time will tell. Keep in touch with us. I'm Jillian at masters.vc, Jillian with a G, and Anne, with Anne with an E at the end, is at Anne at masters.vc. Let us know what your thoughts are and how your own diverse investments are doing. Yeah, we really, really invite you to do that. Um, you can also message us at LinkedIn on our company mm -hmm. page, which is Outlines Venture Group, or um, our personal pages, uh, which are our names. What could be simpler? You know? <laughs> and, and I'm going to make one more pitch before we have to close out for the day to um, what, how people can take action as an investor. Uh, and this comes from the report, and it's a plan of action. And I'll repeat the name again. It is uh, women, uh, WVC Report, The Untapped Potential of Women-Led Funds by Jessica Pelch and Suchen Dong. And there are four steps okay. that you can take as an investor today. First, do a diversity audit of the managers in your portfolio. You know, awareness and transparency. That's that's the, you know, that's where you start, right? Second, get involved. Um, accredited investors looking to meet and invest in women-led funds. There's actually a form at uh, um, in the report to be a part of the Women in VC uh, movement for change. 
Third, and we've heard this before, write the check, or as our friend Barbara Clark would say, write the damn check. Yes, (laughs) write the damn check, double it, right? Right. (laughs) And then the fourth one is something that we is woven throughout this episode of uh, VC Confidential and many things that we do to make connections to groups and high net worth individuals that are prepared to write a check, even if your group isn't able to. Be sure to expand the introductions outside of the just known diversity initiatives and other women. And with that, it's a wrap for this episode of VC Confidential. We invite you to join us each Tuesday for a new episode as we take a deep dive into the opaque world of venture capital and share learnings and ideas on the inner workings of the shrouded corner of business finance known as venture capital. We'd like to thank our producers at WMR.FM who agreed to take a chance on our new show, VC Confidential. You can listen to all our episodes right here on WMR.FM and in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you like to get your podcasts. You will find also all of our CEO Coach podcasts there as well, all 10 plus years of them. (laughs) I'm Ann Kennedy with Jillian Music, and we are so glad you joined us on VC Confidential. Till next week. Till next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.